So I'm saying to me, she's, what about if you do cheat on me? She hasn't done it yet. Leave her alone, for God's sake. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's an absolute farce. Oh. Hello and welcome to the Every Week We Follow podcast, the Aston Villa podcast where we share views on everything Villa related, including pre-match views, match reaction, highlights of past and present, statistics and more. My name is Sam Rayworth, editor of the website. I have with me Glenn Goodwin, writer for Every Week We Follow, and Villa season ticket holders and away game regulars, Willem Rayworth and Reese Lloyd. Uh, yeah, to kick off this week, uh, obviously the first game was Man City. Let's just talk about that first. And then we'll move on. What a great 20 seconds. <laughs> yeah. Best Unreal. 20 seconds. The, of the first season. seven minutes was pretty good for that. And then Man City just being Man City, weren't they? Some of the football that they were doing. Mm. Pff, indefensible. Foden. I mean, we probably could have done a bit more, but yeah, Foden, absolute joke. I, that cash his pants down for 90 minutes. Twice. Well, not yeah, 90 yeah, he did. Minutes, uh, 70 minutes until he um, made one of the world's most silliest tackles you've seen. And has probably pretty much killed the game for us, isn't he? Um, that's the one thing you, that Smith would have said at half-time. Mm. He said, don't let the game even up. Mm. Yeah. Nobody do anything stupid because we were... You know, City could always have gone, gone back down the other end of the pitch and score with the quality they got. But we were on for, you know, for getting an equaliser at yeah. that point. Yeah. You know, we were playing quite well, <coughs> knocking it around. We would have had a couple of chances as the game progressed. And Cash, I think it was what, two yellows in three minutes. Oh, yeah. Something like that. And you think after the first one, I don't know if anyone said anything to him after the first one, but you know, Foden did have his pants down. And that's, mm. that's what he was. He was yeah. getting just, he was, he was just tearing him. He wanted to him. try, he wanted to get him, didn't he? Just he? Tearing, and tearing he him. him and he's just a rash moan. And you know, he's, he's new to the Premier League. Isn't he? I yeah. mean, it's the, it's the one thing that he does need to learn. And, and it, it's quite obvious that he needed to learn that. No. That he needs to... You know, but he would have been. Cash will know that after after the game. Cash knew, you know, the, when he got sent off, he knew he'd done bad. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And just as long as he didn't do it again, then I don't mind. I don't mind players making mistakes, but uh, don't do it again and again and again. Yeah. At the, at the start of the season, he had he was getting yellow card for yellow card for yellow card, and then it, obviously he got banned. And then since that, I thought he'd done well. He was he'd like kind of calmed down. Yeah. So it's almost like he hadn't done it in a while. And it's just like whew, flashed in front of him. Let's go. Yeah, it's the second occasion he's really cost us. So it was that was that one penalty? Was it against Spurs on Harry Kane? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's twice at home now that he's he's free one in. Look, he's a he's a decent player. We're probably we're a better team with him, with, with him in it. But he's just two silly errors and mm. cost us massively. That was the biggest opportunity. Like Smith said, biggest opportunity you'll get to get something off City really. Mm. Um, frustrating, isn't it? Frustrating. Yeah, I was saying to get on the way. City are that good. They're almost boring because they're that in control of games. It's almost like a foregone conclusion. Like, even though they only won the game by one goal, it's never in doubt, was it? Yeah. I've got to be honest. Like, they're just like, even on Sunday in the League Cup final game, one one nil. But they're just they're that in control of games. They're so predictable. They're going to win games. Yeah, it, it, it's almost scary, isn't it? Um, the cash thing, to be fair, I think like I said, I think Cash had a great season this season. Mm. Average rating overall for this season probably like a seven point five this season. Yeah. He's had a real good yeah. season. But again, I think he's played Foden twice and both times Foden's been all over him. And I can accept that because I think Phil Foden will probably win a Ballon d'Or at some stage. I think he's that good. Oh, yeah, he's a I think he's he is absolutely filth. He's, he's brilliant. He, he's, he's so agile on the ball, the way he moves, that touch as well from uh, in front of the old tent. Yeah, the one that was like 
disgusting. Over yeah, so sometimes oh, yeah. you've, got to, you've got to sit back and appreciate good talent when you see him. Phil Foden's an exceptional mm. player. I don't think we offered much in the game. I know we started the game off well, um, you know, but you can you can you can accept a defeat to Man City because they're, they're superb. But I, I just think we still just lack that that bite. I think. Um, especially in the midfield at the moment, it just seems <coughs> can't get that balance right in the midfield at the minute. Um, I, I thought I saw quite a lot of um, people saying that we were a bit negative um, when they went down to ten, but I, th- I think we were the opposite of that. I think the uh, you know you Dave's on at half time. We went mm. to him top. So Smith's positive change. He said, "Right, we'll go for this here." And he could have easily, when Cash got sent off, he could have easily brought on El Mohamed or another right back and said, "Right, we'll play a four at the back," which most managers do. Yeah, but chasing the game and he's gone three at the back I think that still was a positive change I'm not sure who was it he brought on for him I can't remember the stuff man. I know Barkley came on after the red card and so did um, Ramsey Ramsey or someone mm. else anyway oh no Ramsey was already on so <coughs> I'm thinking wrong game Ramsey started yeah I think no, it would have been Barkley because Davis came on yeah, yeah I think it's a bit of a cop out to say that at the moment I think people they'll go oh he's his subs aren't good enough I think he doesn't make subs quick enough some in some games mm. um, but he hasn't got an array of talent on the bench either, let's not forget. Especially not at the moment. Maybe five games ago, we probably did. Obviously, Bar Greenish, because we had Sanson, he, he's out at the moment. Yeah. And there's, there's a couple of others that are out as well. So it's, you know, you're absolutely right. You know, we haven't got the bench to do it, which is why we've seen this drop off, really. Yeah. From, you know, from, from uh, after the COVID break. We don't have the depth to maintain. Whereas maybe, like you were saying before we were on the mic, West Ham, who have been in the league for God knows how long now. A while. They've, they've got 10 years worth of Premier League, being in the Premier League, gaining that squad, building that squad, yeah. which is where we're not there. But, you know, we're not far off it of getting that squad. No, we're not. A few players from the first team and a few more squad players and, um, and we're there. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I mean, I'm, we'll, we'll touch on a bit more of that in a moment. Before we do that, West Brom, 2-2. Davis, isn't it? It's just Dave, me. <clears throat> Take the positive from Davis scoring. He's got his goal now. First goal in 52 appearances. Probably. League appearances, something like that. <laughs> Obviously, he's like, you know, he doesn't start games, does he? Yeah. Um, yeah, I think it was all about him, really. It proved that he should have been on the pitch earlier. It's mm. so almost done it in reverse. Brought him on at half-time against City. Didn't expect him to be coming on at half-time. I thought, hey, yeah, we should be bringing him on. Against 10 men, we should go two up top. But he did bring him on. But then he, he brought on... Ram, he bought Ramsey, didn't he? Before and Wes as well. And um, but Wes came on afterwards. Wes he bought, he bought Ram, yeah. I think he bought Ramsey on about was it about sixty five yeah. something, yeah, yeah, something yeah, yeah. like that. He, in, in my opinion, I, I don't mind Ramsey coming on. I think he's a good player. Yeah, but I think he should have made a double substitution then. Yeah. So then he should have made a double substitution and bought on Davies because as soon as Davies came on the pitch, I know he was only on the pitch for about thirteen minutes, but he did it again. Mm. He just caused yeah. absolute havoc. He, did he hit the post as well. Yeah. Um, playing against a team like West yeah. Brom, like against Man City. Come on, it's Man City. Yeah. He's not going to be, you know, the star of the show, yeah. is he? But against West Brom, he will run right against them. Yeah, and that was the perfect opportunity to get him on the pitch earlier, um, make things happen. And look, look what he did—that that goal that he scored. So I think he took off Barkley, didn't he? From mm. Barkley would never, ever have got that goal for us. Barkley would no. have still, Barkley still would have been on the edge of the box when Watkins headed that ball back. Yeah, I'd, I'd agree. I, th- I thought I actually thought Barkley didn't have the worst game in the Villa shirt against West Brom. Actually, I don't know, no, no, right, okay. to be honest. Yeah. Um, I think Davies, we've seen it against Fulham when he when he, he tracked down that ball and put it across and shreds his goal. Saw it against the Albion. He just wants it, doesn't he? He's so hungry for it at the moment. He, 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 the passion and the, yeah. the fire in the lads. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. He's never going to be the best striker in the world. That's not who he is, but... One thing you can be certain of is when he puts a villa shot at the moment, he gives 110%. And that's and you, you can't knock him, you know. 
I can knock a player if they don't put a shift in. You know, but what I can't like is a player who puts 110 percent If they're not good enough, they're not good enough. But they, if they put in everything for the shirt, which he does do, then fair play to him. And, he, and it's paid off massively. It, it almost makes you a better player than some quality players, just because of the amount of effort that you put in. Yeah. If you've got a little bit of less quality, but you're putting in ten times the effort than mm. the person well, with that bit of quality. Well, that's Leeds, isn't it? You know, that's Leeds. Yeah. That's it's, Leeds. Uh, it's hard yeah. work beats talent when talent doesn't work hard. Like that. That's it. Thank you there much. you go. No, but even with Davis, though, like you said, I think I think I think he doesn't get enough credit as he deserves. I think mm. he's actually a he could be a top top player. The only problem is is that his goal scoring his record is obviously one of the worst you'd probably see. Really. <laughs> but he's all round player. Like the, 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 that was one ball into him and he just flicked it off. For his first his first touch. The shot was okay, pretty shocking. Mm. Straight, he didn't he didn't just didn't make the right connection. But he's literally he's all round play. He's up. He's, he's Premier League. He's all around plays Premier League, no doubt about it. And he's an absolute unit. It's just that obviously when it comes to putting the ball in the net or getting that little bit of composure, it's he, he, just he's just not quite there. Which is obviously going to be the thing that's going to hold him back. Hopefully he's got a goal now, um, and uh, that will give him the world of confidence. We know what a goal that can do to a striker. Yeah. That'll do him. That'll do him a world of good. Um, and it's him and, and Wesley now that have got a. Put themselves well, forward big last five games to uh, see if we need to sign them. Well, Wesley coming because I think the Daves will get a few more opportunities now. The season sort of it's going to fizzle out a bit. Now, yeah, yeah. Mm. I think he'll get more opportunities and also the fact that Wesley's fitter, it might give him a bit more fire in his belly as well because that it was literally what Watkins and uh, and Davis, but now Wesley's back as well. So we, there's someone on Davis's tail now who's, who wants to come in and there's yeah. that more competition, isn't there? So let's see how it plans out. I think that. It'll be Davis getting more game time. I'd like to just play two up top a little bit more. Mm. And then I think that Wesley will get slowly, you know, put into the team. We'll get probably put him on for the last ten, then maybe put him yeah. on for the last twenty, it'll be that kind of thing when it's the end of the season. I think um, if the game would have carried on for another ten minutes, we would have won it comfortably, I think. We were we were on the front foot work, yeah. but as soon as we got yeah. that goal we were on it. Um I think I think to be honest, like we, we, I think overall cracking game. I've got to be up for a neutral, really good game. Yeah. Um, you know, the manager can't account for a real soft penalty we've given away, and Conzas. I mean, Conzas costs two goals. You know, no fault of his own. It's just been you know, a real yeah. soft penalty. And he slipped, but yeah, yeah. He's, he's been immaculate this season. So the fact that he's costing us two goals says a lot about our look at the minute. You know, yeah. we're just not not quite getting that look that we need at the minute. Uh, I'm not saying it's all about look because you know there's been some games where I think tactically we've probably not been as astute as we need to be. We've made some a bit too late, but I think against the Albion, I think we were the better side. I thought Martin has made some great saves at the same time. So I think yeah. You've just got to keep playing away. We've got to get ourselves in the season now, and just I think the aim has got to be. I know it's, you might say it's a bit negative. Get to fifty points now for me. I think we're on yeah. okay. mid forties now. If it gets fifty points, and I can accept that, and we build on to next season. Yeah. Great, good season. If I've, I've agreed, com- completely man, well, deserve to win the game on Sunday. Yeah. Um, I th- you know, we, we were just obviously the second half was literally. Well, they've got their goal, and it was part of the bus for them. Yeah. They're fighting for their lives. I'm glad we got the goal. That it was more relief. I didn't want to lose. They lose against them. Yeah, um, I think that's pretty much killed their hopes completely. If so. they had, didn't they? Mm. See, yeah. see you later. The on. only, yeah, the only bit of quality they had was Pereira. He looks a threat. And we were saying on the way in the car, we were like, sign him. Why not sign him? And also, yeah. Reece said he might not be quite at say the top six level. So his his value yeah. probably isn't like 30, 40 million. We yeah. might be able to snoop in. 20, 30. I reckon like, probably 20 or 30. And Albion, Albion take money, don't they? Yeah, yeah. They'll probably have to take it if they're going to have a choice. They've 
they're paying six million pound a year for that Carlin Grant. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I reckon. I, like I, reckon it, tw- I reckon you could put Tricky in for twenty million. It would. It. It. It show interest. Yeah. Um, he's too good for the champions. Any prayer? Let's be honest. Absolutely. But, he's um, he'll want to leave. No so. way. I think so. It's on the right side for what we need, really, isn't it? As well. So he's he's placed on the right side. Jack's obviously got the, the got, got it on yeah. the left. I can't see Jack leaving. To be honest with you. No, I can't. He's also his injury record can't be too flattening for uh, for other clubs or the top top clubs to come in. Um, but I think you know we're we're a few players away from being you know that 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 top side. Pereira obviously is is definitely an option because he looked yeah. every time he got the ball, we go. He can wrap it here. He can wrap it in the yeah, top. His, his free kick was fantastic. Yeah. I just thought it was brilliant. Was it they Elmer? were saying they were, yeah, they were saying his free kick when he hit the bar, the stanchion, the post, whatever it is. Yeah. Um, the commentator was saying he's probably going to shoot it. He was flowing with confidence when he. You won't be surprised. Yeah. Like yeah. he didn't really have any right to to shoot from there. Yeah. But the confidence going through, considering he's playing for a team like West Brom in a relegation battle, I think yeah. it's brilliant. So you might not do that against your Man Uniteds and your Man Cities. Yeah. But against your you know, you 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 top up or bottom half of the table. Looks like he can tear it apart. So that's mm-hmm. the player yeah. we need. Well, I've been relying on him, and he, he's gotten ten goals this season. Imagine, you know, the difference of ten goals would be for us. Where Massive, it? There's some games where we've, you know, we've been crying out, we've been crying out for someone with a bit of quality, and unfortunately, some of our players, other than Jack, have, haven't really been able to find that killer edge. And he, he's a player that obviously looks like he can. In a decent, I think, in a, in a Dean Smith side, he'd be a serious, serious threat. I think, think so. He'd definitely be someone that we should we should go for in the summer, because they're gone, which is you know, a little bit of a cheeky grin on my face. They're gone. <laughs> but we always knew they were going to go. Look at their squad on paper at the start of the season. They were miles off. Yeah, yeah. I, th- yeah. I think that, that that's where we've got to focus our attention now in the summer. It's got to be to sort that midfield out because mm. we've gone from a real balanced midfield at the start of the mm. season to just. I think I think what it is, and I've said it before, is. The legs and the quality of this team has shown. Like, you know, this this team has hit its limit in terms of what it can do. And it's not that's not their fault. That, you know, you're only as good as you are as a player. Mm-hmm. You know, this team has hit its limit. They had a real good start. They're just this is where we are as a, as a football club. This is where we are, and I think I can accept that. And I think we need to, we definitely need to come at a, a general or someone who, for me, I've not been. I think Louise and the Canberra, you know, have been okay this calendar year but I think Louise for me I don't know what his role is at the moment whether that be a tactical thing from Smith or whether again has he reached his limit I don't know I just think it, this, the midfield needs a real serious shake you know Sansa might come in and do a job yet next season after pre-season but I think we 100% need for me a, a generally midfield a bit of presence a bit of height you know because look at, look at like, Suchet for West Ham <laughs> yeah. makes a huge difference and I think we need like a Pereira type player who can really you know move the ball forward and, and give us that bit of flair I think it's, probably, it's definitely what we're missing I agree to a certain extent that this team's reached its limit in a, in a, to a certain way I feel like obviously if, you, if we've got let's say we've got 25 man squad at the moment if we replace five of those in that 25 men with five real quality players I think that this you know, that's top six straight away. Yeah, yeah. Challenging for top four at the moment. I think, I think Douglas Louise is only going to get better. He's, he hasn't been great since no, the second half of the season. But, it, you know, it, he's got he's got a tough job in there. There's always pe- people changing around him. He's, he has been going from a number six to a number eight alongside McGinn at times. So he's, his role does probably change from, from week to week. I think his best position, obviously, is the number six. Yeah. Um, I think we've got to look at maybe... Obviously, we, we do keep playing Barkley, but we keep playing maybe like a four-two-three-one at the moment. Him as a number ten. I think we've seen the uh, story today that there's some Italian, French, or German clubs after uh, Chuckle Mika. He is in absolutely flying for, for the uh, for the youngsters. 
why not? Why not give him a go? He's a big boy. He's a yeah. big lad. Why not? Why not? I've done my Swedes in six, and then and then put Carney in there next to McGinn because McGinn will help him out. McGinn's a big, big strong lad as well. Mm. Bags of energy. I think that that should be the next thing. You know, we've got a big, we've got a chance now. The season as we you know we didn't want it to, but it is you know it is fizzling out. But let, let's um, we always say you know at the end of the season. I don't want it to be the cliche. Oh, play the kids, play the kids. But there's some of these lads are real, you know, real, real talents that are, are looking good. This is, I think, this is a chance for us to, um, yeah. to look at someone like Carney in, in that midfield and give him, let him stake his claim. If it doesn't work, it doesn't work. You know, there's nothing really going to happen now. We're not going now. Yeah. And we're not, and we're not going, we're not going for Europe. So, because yeah, because they said on the, on the commentary on Sunday, said so Wesley, um, they usually organise friendlies like behind closed doors friendlies, but because of COVID situation at the moment. They're not allowed to organise any yeah. friendly, so basically any games are outside of your calendars. Yeah. Um, so Wesley hasn't. They usually they do that for someone like Wesley, mm, so we can yeah. get some um, can play behind closed doors and stuff. So obviously that would be an opportunity for the for the youth to, kids to play with, you know, some of the you know the first team players. But yeah. as that's not an option, I think that's more of a reason to give them give you know give a couple of these young kids a go, and maybe even it's the last two games of the season. But at least yeah. or at least get them on the bench. I keep saying this: get them on the bench. Yeah, well, on the bench, get let them experience a day with the first team. You know, at least ease them in a little bit. Mm. Um, so yeah, I think that I think that's that's what's got to be done over the next you know five games. Or and and it's something it's also to look out for for us as well. Keep, keeps everyone else. I know that all, all the lads they're wanting to obviously finish strongly. I think that's important as well because we know what momentum can do mm-hmm. from the end of a season. You can carry it on into into the next season quite, which we did last quite year, easy, yeah. which we did last year, and obviously. It's gone up to uh, right up until December, January for us, and I think yeah, momentum is the is the key thing for the last is it five games? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Moving on then swiftly over to the Dean Smith Brigade. Oh, the idiots uh, on yeah. idiots on Facebook. It needs to, it needs to be addressed, doesn't it? It needs, needs to, to be addressed. Well, we, we, we spoke addressed. about it. Sick of it. Countless amounts of time. It's, it's just It's just. It's just. There's always every football team has got idiots, and. Well, I I try not to take any notice of them because they are just idiots. But the thing is, with social media, everyone's got a voice, and it's an even playing field. You know, you know, if you click on a Tyrone Mings tweet, and you scroll down below it, there's just going to be you, you'll count at least six people that are just t- typing without any thought going on behind it. Mm-hmm. Thick as pig shit. Let's be honest, they're all idiots. And you're supposed to get behind our players. That's the whole yeah. point. If yeah. You're supposed to give them confidence. Yeah. If you're not giving them confidence, then how do you expect them to play? If you just give them negativity towards I think them? We, we are the best fan base to play under when you're doing well. And up there with one of the worst in the doing. Because there's so mm. many so many thick people out there. People, people are allowed to have an opinion. Though. You can you can have, you can can disagree with some of his, his tactical substitutions. or You can be in order at our fault at the moment because it, we haven't been good enough. We have yeah. fell off the performance levels. haven't been great and I get that. Mm. But to completely slander a bloke and want to take him out of the position... I think he's absolutely ludicrous. <laughs> it's, it's absurd. It's absolutely absurd. He's the, he's the most successful manager we've had in years. Hundred percent. Look, look, every season, he's every season. This manager, we've progressed. The season where we don't, we'll have the conversation. But we, people are making up scenarios like, well, what happens if if he does this? What happens if he doesn't get into it? He hasn't done that. So I'm saying to him, he says, what about if you do cheat on me? She hasn't done it yet. Leave her alone, for God's sake. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's an absolute farce. I, I, I'm sick of seeing it all over social media. I get it. Be frustrated at the performances. Have a vent in the pub if you want, no problem at all. Mm. But you can't have a go at a bloke with something he hasn't done yet. Mm. You know Absolutely. what I mean? I just, I just, I just, I just think that we've got to be very careful what we wish for because it's been a while since the club's 
progressed like it has. You know, every season, moving up six places in the in the league, comfortable yeah. under this manager. Yeah. Let's just be careful what we wish for because I think you know we, we could easily, if we really wanted to be good and go about it, we could try with a real exotic appointment in the summer, sure. and it might not work. So I, ju- I just think he's absolutely got my trust um, for next season. He's got he's got, he's got a big transfer window coming up. Yeah. And look, I think if we have a transfer window like we did this season, we'll be absolutely fine. You know, so I think let's just give the bloke a bit, cut him some slack, shall we? And just give him a bit of respect. Yeah. As far as I'm there, concerned, there's no other man. Yeah, with your point about be careful what you wish for. Like you said, Dean Smith, Villa fan. We've got we've had a whoop. when we when we went down the Premier League, we were switching managers left, right, and centre, and mm. everyone's saying we need consistency. We need consistency. So now yeah. we've got consistency. We've got a manager that's brought us up, given us that consistency. He's been here what three years now, almost yeah. coming up to three years, constantly progressing. Mm. If we switch manager again, oh, it doesn't fit after six weeks, call for his head. Then another you know, two yeah. months, you've got another one. And then next thing you know, you're back to square one and be in a worse off situation yeah. than what we are in now with a Villa fan in charge. Yeah, um, the, the club's in its best position. It's been in, well, since my lifetime, anyway, from top to bottom. From, you know, we've got probably one of the best sides, you know, on paper, you know, t- take about six, seven players. It, some of the best players that, you know, we've seen, we've seen in a shirt. Going back, probably at least, in our last, time, it, it, probably at, least at least the last twelve O'Neill's years. days is probably the last. Yeah, time. O'Neill's yeah. days, and then you know the owners are exactly what you know they're a dream, really, aren't they? For yeah. us at the moment, obviously we're not sure what happens, but they're a dream for us. Everything that they're doing is absolutely right. We know we're pretty much debt free. Um, CEO knows knows looks like he knows what he's doing. Dean Smith, I think, is probably the best English coach out there. Big good age, you know he's. <laughs> There's no better man to take us forward. Every single season, he's he's, he's delivered exactly like six places higher than than we was the last. Yeah. And the thing is, he's he's people people don't understand this. He's still learning. Mm. He's learning as much as we are learning in the Premier League as we stay as we go up. He his ability is always gonna because he's a tactical man. And he you, you know how much it's written and it's heard about his his analysis of anything and the detail that he goes into. He's learning so. I can't say that every season is going to be better and better and better, and we're going to just keep getting better until we until we've won the World Cup. Oh, that was a joke, obviously. Can't yes. do that. <laughs> um, but you know, he's learning. He, everything is a learning curve for him, and he and he genuinely. Some managers you can't say they're learning. Like if we still had Steve Bruce, you yeah. know, he's not learning. Yeah. He's, he's yeah. past learning now. Yeah. He's just sticking to what he knows. Mm. But Dean Smith is learning. He knows his mistakes. Yeah, and he's learning. <laughs> The argument would be for some people though is why should we have a manager who's learning when he's managing such a big football club? My argument is this football club's massive. No one understands that more than the manager. Mm. The Absolutely. Coach, you know? So I understand the argument that this. I understand people's argument, that, but they say Aston Villa should be fighting for European positions every season. Too right, we should, yeah, because we're a massive club. However, Rome wasn't built overnight. You ha- it's, it's all about it's all about a building process. You, know, you can't. These things don't happen overnight. You have to build it in the right way and we are building in the right way these owners might get rid of him before I want them to they might do the, they might they might. I don't think they will because I think they're quite no, measured yeah. I think Perth's has a lot to say and he's a very measured bloke and he likes he rates him highly mm. that, I've got a feeling that we, they might move on before I personally think they should if they do I trust them but let's just let the, the people in charge who have been paid to do it yeah. do the business they've done everything right so far absolutely yeah. so I'm, you know yeah. let's just let them let them build it the way they're building it because they've not let us down yet when they start letting us down, we can start asking questions, but let them build like they have been and let's see where they can take us. Personally, I think Dean Smith will, will take this team forward. Yeah. I didn't think he was good enough to manage his football club before he was a PE teacher. He took us promoted. <laughs> didn't think he was a Premier League manager. Kept us up. 
Didn't know what he was going to do this season mid-table. Some people say, he ain't going to get sent to Europe. We don't know. The beauty of this situation is you, no one knows what's going to happen at Villa. Mm. So just fucking enjoy it. Yeah. I think it's, it's the most exciting time of the last 15 years to be a Villa fan. And I can't remember the last time where I used to walk... I definitely remember the times I was walking to the ground dreading what or what was about to see yeah. under yeah. under your, you well, know, your Remy 20, guard. 20 minutes late Remy yeah. guard going yeah. for a pint at half time 10 minutes before yeah. clearing mm. off after yeah. 60 minutes because we're 3-0 down yeah. now I'm there for kick off I was never there for kick off yeah. when we were going down I was never <laughs> ever still, still in for kick off now really, but. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but now I'm 99% of the time I'm there for kick off or you know I'm a couple of minutes late but that's because I'm excited to get to the yeah, game yeah, and we're all in yeah, the social before yeah, the game. 100%. Right, we need to go now. It's half past. Let's get moving. Yeah, yeah, we're we're going to miss a goal after 20 seconds. It'll be, t- it'll be 10 to 3 and someone's <laughs> going, oh, should we have another beer first? Yeah, go on then. Yeah, yeah, I mean? yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Look at the squad as well. I mean, we've gone from having Carrie Mel Armadi, Kieran Clark, Joe Bennett, to having Target, Panza, <laughs> and McGinn and Greedy. You know what I mean? It's, it, yeah. Look at where this squad was when we had the likes of, you know... Jordan Bauer. Oh, just, we had some absolute dross. Jordan Bauer. Hellenius, you know, just crap Brett Holman. <laughs> crap Holman. <laughs> These were crap players. <laughs> they were awful. You know, they, yeah. We had absolute dross spread across the field at Villa at one stage. And we finally got to a position where we've got a decent young squad that we're building. Let them build it. Let them yeah. take it where they want to. You know, we, we, we have seen some utter dross. And people forget, when we were in the Championship and we finished 13th, was it? We think we drew to Brighton last game of the season. Yeah. Come, I had a conversation in the pub with you, what I think, and we said, I'd love to be that team in the, in, the, in Premier League, it's just, you know, a comfortable Premier League team. Yeah. What we yeah. Last season, we, te- we had to test ourselves and we had to become established. We are now an established Premier League 100%. club. 100%. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. So, we are where we need to be, we've wanted to be for a few years now, so mm. let's just not ruin it and let them just build it the way they want to. And, and if we finish 10th next year, so be it. I think what you what, what you got to look for next season is progress. I think people look. I mean, look, I've said it before. You're top eight in the Premier League. It's not a joke. Like these teams have got yeah. some serious money and buying power behind them. And you always get the one team like a West Ham who comes out of nowhere as well. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not going to be a you know a walk in the park just to get into Europe. It's going to be a difficult process. Yeah. Personally, I'd, I think next season what I'd like out of it is a good top half finish and a good cup run. I think that'd be a, a solid season yeah. for the Villa. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but like I said, if they if say we don't get into it next season and they do decide to move on. Fair enough, but let's not slate him, mm. slate him and the board of the decisions they're making before they actually get the chance to apply. Yeah. You know, so uh, for me, if I if I if I'm the main charge, Dean Smith's got the job for the next five years, pretty much as, as long as you know borderline relegation. <laughs> I think, but I can't see him not. He, he I can't see him not making this team even better and better and better. He's got the he's got. If he had the squad of a Pep Guardiola or something, we've got the fun, we've got money to make signings year after year after year and, and continuously improve the squad as long mm. as the you know as long as the owners are hungry enough to keep you know investing. We've got one of the best coaches, well the best probably the best English coach of football in the country. I can't see him not making us a better team, better footballing team, and, and he plays exactly the football that you want to see, you want to see Aston Villa playing. And he, he knows what Villa fans want. And I think, footballing-wise, I'm, I'm just enjoying going and watching proper footballers play proper attacking, high-intensity yeah. high football. It's a pleasure yeah. to watch. And you know what? Even he will admit that, that we haven't been at the level we should be reached. He wasn't happy in the post-match against West Brom. We can, we've all seen it. We, you know, we know we can be yeah. a lot better than this. Mm. And I think we will be. Once we've had this, our, our transfers in the summer, I think we'll, we will be a better side next yeah. season. I've just got to be... I think, in your point, Will... I know what you're saying in terms of you know the five-year plan. He has got to we have, we have got to see progress, but 
I have full trust. Well, if, if, we, if we start going backwards, then yeah, fair enough. We, we have got to keep building as a football club, but I don't see him taking us backwards personally. I can't. I've got one of the probably the best English coach. In yeah. the current market, him and Gerard, I'd say, yeah. Who yeah. else? Yeah. Dean Smith and Steven Gerrard. Lampard, obviously, better names than Lampard. Uh, I wouldn't, yeah, I wouldn't. Without I, doubt, I, would, I wouldn't bring Gerrard into the question just yet. Yeah, yeah. He obviously, he's been. But he's had it for. Has he done two? Is his second season? He's like two or three in it, I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Might be his third, doing a good job at the To be fair, he's doing class, but I think he needs another job. Obviously, Smith's done it at a few clubs now. And you can mm. see that he's. He's built up. I'm record, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, fair play. Tasty. Oh, you didn't need to say that. We were just carrying on. Off the mic, mate. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is the kind of content that's off the mic. You can imagine the stuff that's going on the mic. <laughs> what about when it's really off the mic? Oh, is it off the mic? No, no, no. It's not. Oh, no, it's on the mic. It's only on the mic. It's on the mic. He's off the mic. We're going to intrate. But he's also he's also honest with us as well. We've had you know we've had your Steve Bruce, who you know who's literally comes out after games. And he lies through his teeth. He doesn't. He's, he's he's just making excuses after excuses, every single game. He doesn't try and pull the wool over our eyes. He's completely honest in what he says. He sees what we see, and he, and he can hear him in what he says. And I I, I just trust him. I just mm. trust him to the absolute maximum. Uh, okay, so Everton Saturday, eight o'clock kickoff is it? Yes. Um, Reese kickoff score prediction, please. Um, you got it right, by the way. The Man City one. So you're gonna go with my head over my heart because we pick you pick my just, heart would we'll be wrong every week. Well then, just pick one. Um, <laughs> I think no head and heart. I think it'd be a one-one. One-one. Yeah. Everton one-one. So. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Everton. Ooh, good side. To be fair, we're obviously not exactly at the races at the moment. I just more than the result. Obviously, I want us to win. I want us to win. Obviously, every single game. But the more than anything, I would probably want to see. A, so, someone else, something else, rather than the same mm. side, something else. I mean, but, but to be fair, we we played well against West Brom, and I think we we did we made we, we definitely took made a good count of ourselves against Man City. Um, let's just go. We're going to sneak a one 0 and Ramsey's going to get his goal. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll, we'll do that if we could. We got what we have got to do is cut out the mistakes. Yeah, yeah, Everton. Um, they're another funny one, aren't they? They're another team that, at the start of the season, were back to do really well. Mm. Um, I'll go with one-one. Um, I like to see Watkins get another goal. I want to see him try and push on a bit now. He's had his, um, well, his chance in the England squad. Yeah, he's got a bit of pressure on him. He should be one of the ones now. Him and Grealish, and Mings will be needing to play well. And they need yeah. to continue playing well for the rest of the season if they want to get in that squad. So, yeah, um, yeah I want to see Oli get a goal. And, but I, I'm going to go with a 1-1. One, 1-1, one. One, one. yeah. Well, I'm going with a 1-0. Uh, a and and it's going to be uh, an 85th minute goal from the man off the bench, Wesley, to come <laughs> and do wonders against Everton again. Oh, you'd love to see it when he bullied him. Where's Jota? Where's he about? Where's he kicking out? We've got Bertie, mate. Well, lads, I think the clock has just hit seven o'clock. It's time to watch the boys in the youth cup. Um, so we thought we'd do this little end piece um, after we've just sat together and watched the uh, the Villa youth play in the youth cup against Newcastle. Uh I can't actually remember the score. Was it 6-1 six, six, one. Six, one in the end? 6-1 in the end. Uh, so, yeah, we're going to... Oh, Reese, what are we? Just total quality. <laughs> you know, I, I think we said it before. It's a key, the cliches are play the kids and, you know, we've got a great... 
bunch of players and, and talent, but they really are a quality bunch. The football they play is, is, is superb. I mean, I don't, I don't know much about Newcastle this season, but it was, it was literally like men against boys out there. Um, <laughs> yeah. Carney was absolute joke. Different, right? um, Something else. All game. I think, look, we, we've spoken about the midfield problem. I think he absolutely has to get some minutes in before in the season now. I think he's just scored a hat-trick. He was unplayable throughout Sunday. Get him involved. I'm not saying starting, but at least give him half an hour and so let, let him feature. Because at Saturday, yeah, Saturday. Let, let him feature because we've got some, you know, not just him. There's other players there, you know, who, who were superb. Bradley Young was was a real tidy player up top today. He's, you know, his finish for the second was brilliant. You know, the, the, again, Bugard at the back as well, just just yeah. in total control. But yeah, Carney on Saturday. I think, you know, the, the the problem is, and we've spoke about it before, is a lot of the time the reason we don't play these kids is because they haven't got the physicality. The blokes, you know, he's, he's an absolute machine in midfield, um, and I've got no no complaints to me if he if he played on Saturday. So yeah, I think um, what I've just seen, superb for the lads. Got West Brom in the semis now, so uh, no, get get Carney involved. Exactly, he's that echoing that. You know, from from the back all the way to the top. I think man for man, everyone put in. What performance it was! I mean, I mean, obviously we started. If I think it was the was it the sixth goal that the um, is it ready Reading scored? Yeah. I mean, if if we if you get the if if I'm not sure if it'll, they'll put it up or the whole inside goal up on on the Villa channels or anything, but started from the keeper and the the football and it, they've they've all the way at the top of the pitch just playing this unreal football and that that's the goal that you want to look at. But uh, I mean, all of them to be fair. I mean, Carney's hat trick each goal. Absolutely superb. We, oh, we yeah. were watching it and it, it was blowing us away. Yeah. Triple yeah. maker from, from minute one to Absolutely minute incredible. He was completely blowing us away and I'm glad I did um, my little spiel right before we finished about how we, we should put him <laughs> in midfield. And he's, he's backed it up. He's backed it up there. I mean, the kid, like we were saying, lads, some lads are always... Uh, there's a few lads in the team that you know they've definitely got quality there but physically you don't think they're ready for um, for the Premier League football but Triple maker he's looks like he's about 6-2 and he, he, his first touch his feet I mean we can't really we don't want to go over the top about the kid but he, he is the player that stood out today absolutely ran it everyone was giving him every every time like he was open the lads the lads trust him with the ball and he, he looked he just really looked a cut above like by some distance a cut above everyone else was on the pitch today where he I think he was more like a number 10 today and then, then towards the end of the game he was dropping deep to get on the ball seeing it out and then got subbed off, subbed off in 10 minutes to go, but he was absolute 10 out of 10 performance from the lad. And Dean Smith will be watching that, and, and he's, he's giving him some food for thought. I mean, look, at the end of the day, it's under 18 football, but blooming hell, he's a prospect, isn't he? You well, know and you know, don't you? When you see a player that good, yeah. you just you, you just know, don't you? Yeah. It, I mean, even if he didn't score today, he's all-round player, the yeah. ball, the, the quick footwork, the passing, the one-twos, just... Yeah. Just quality, and like like, like we said, well, you know, sometimes the problem with these kids. I think look, Louis Barry was the was the star boy, you know, after that Liverpool game, he got his goal. But mm. you look at him, you know, tonight, he probably, you know, you need, I think he needs. He's probably a player that does need that experience at a lower level mm. to kind of you know play in the man's game, be foot maybe, and get get that experience. Where I think a player like Carney, when he's got that physicality already mm. at the age of 17, 17, mm, 17. you know, I mean, I, 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 he was just phenomenal, wasn't he? He was I mean, superb. I mean, Willem was Willem actually likened his dribbling style to Grealish, and to and it actually the more you watch the game, the more you see him. Like you say, he come back at the end of the game, trying to drop back to the pits, try and pick up the ball, and and then run with it. And yeah, he does. He tries to travel with the ball and and take players on. So it's not like 
it's just obviously has he got that has he got that maturity? He's got. It's just that thing where you you receive the ball in tight areas and you look at him and you think, God, then how are you going to get yourself on this one? And he and he just manages to do. Yeah. It. There was what one point we were watching. I think it was early in the second half. I think it was a lot of one of our, our own players. Might have been Louis Barry was on the floor, fell over in front of him or something, and. He's, he's dragged the ball back and flicked it over his own man and then carried on playing. It was just it's just different different graver. Yeah. yeah. Different bista. Yeah, it's it's and uh well I look I mean we said I was saying it before, he's 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 getting some minutes, isn't he, before the end of the season. You just you just and he's not like he's not like he was only doing it in the under eighteens game. Obviously that's under eighteen tournament, but he was he's been doing it for the under twenty threes. International as well. And if and for the England uh, the England young lads as well. So he's he's gonna get his chance, hundred percent. He's going to get a few minutes before the end of the season. Let, let's see, let's see how he gets on. The next step for him is, is the is the men, is men's football. He was so far above the standard tonight. Yeah. He's got to be given a chance. And there's always there's, there was a story around today in the Athletic about how there's um, team circling in Europe that were looking to fast track him into first team football. There's no reason that we can't be that team to fast track him into men's football because that's the next challenge for him. I mean, maybe mate, it might be a loan next season to. Um, Championship side, if it, if it is, then I'm sure he'd, he'd do well. But look, he, he's he, he's ready to for, for his next challenge. He, he's a cut above there tonight. Hattrick was a joke. The thing he, is, each finish as well was an absolute, was just filth. Yeah, we we big him up and you big him up every week probably for the last four episodes, mm. four for three or four episodes. We big him up every single week. We've seen him play. We big him up, and then now obviously we've sat together and watched him, and he's literally just. It just gets yeah, better and yeah. better. The, the beauty of it as well is that I've got before when you have players of that ability, you'd be thinking, "Can we keep all of these players?" We've got such a pulling player as a club now. Yeah, I've got no concerns. All of a sudden, to play for the Villa you've set up is now an attractive thing. You know, yeah. we've got you know Lou Barry in there, Carney, Kessler, Bagard, yeah. players who are probably quite you know household names at that level. Yeah. Um, yeah. and I think you know some, some of the players we've got coming through the, you know, the youth setup that. That we're building at the village, it's really exciting, and, and, and we bring it back to early. We're talking about you know the whole club at the moment, the setup, and you know the coaching staff. But from top to bottom, the club's going in the right direction. So, like I said, you know, in the summer we'll probably buy a few players, but you know, players like him, there's no reason we get you know Ginningham in the first round of the cup. They can't come in and run the show, yeah. you know, which is yeah. You know, we've, we've not had this for years, really. This, this this crop of talent, and you know, I think just enjoy, like I said, just enjoy it. You know, enjoy tonight. Really enjoy watching the kids. They play. It was like watching the Villa from October. The way they play, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's yeah. come straight from the top. Yeah. Um, but all round, though, superb, and you know the, the club's in good hands. Yeah. I think it'd be it'd be, be, be doing the, the lads a disservice if we didn't mention some of the other lads as well. Like you were saying, Bagard, he looks. I think you mentioned it even probably around a month ago as well. He, he's similar shades to Tuan Zebi and him. Yeah. And 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 he wasn't even a. I'm pretty sure he came to us as a holding midfielder from Firelord, and he's but he's slotting at the back. He looks so calm and composed on the ball. Didn't have too much work to do, but bringing the ball into midfield, he was class. Reiki as well, got about the field well. Unbelievable ball into uh, Brad Young, who, again, for, for his goal, unbelievable touch, good finish. Work rate is, is superb. Not to mention his roulette when he came on for the um, in in the FA Cup and, and just took it past uh, Shakiri on the original own box. You know the, the kids have got they've got some some guts about them and you'd love to see it. And hopefully, you know what is it now? It's West Brom, West Brom in, in, in the semi final. Let's let's do them and it'd be it'd be really nice to uh, to see the young lads do something. And then all it, all they're doing is giving is giving them um, the first team staff uh, some food for thought. So up the villa, yeah. up the villa, good stuff. Up the villa.
See you in the FA Youth Cup final. <laughs> See you in the FA Youth Cup. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Every Week We Follow podcast. Please click the subscription button ready to hear next week's. Remember for all the latest news, articles, match day information, pre and post match reports, please go to www.everyweekwefollow.co.uk. Please give us a follow on Twitter and Instagram and give us a like on Facebook with regards to more updates and information. Thank you.